Section 22 of Mr. Punch's Model Music Hall by F. Anstey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Don W. Jenkins. Section 22. Number 9. Under the Harrow. A conventional comedy melodrama in two acts. Characters. Sir Poshbury Puddock, a haughty and high-minded baronet. Verbena Puddock his daughter lord bless you her lover spiker a needy and unscrupulous adventurer blethers an ancient and attached domestic act one scene the morning-room at natterjack hall toadley lee hole large window open at back with heavy practicable sash enter blethers blethers sir Pospery's birthday to-day his birthday and the gentry giving of him presents oh lor if they only knew what i could tell em ah and must tell too before long but not yet not yet exit enter lord blesshugh and verbena verbena yes papa is forty to-day innocently fancy living to that age the tenants have presented him with a handsome jar of mixed pickles with an appropriate inscription papa is loved and respected by every one and i well i have made him a little housewife containing needles and thread see shows it lord bless you tenderly i say i wish you would make me a little housewife comedy love dialogue omitted owing to want of space verbena oh do look there's papa crossing the lawn with oh such a horrid man following him lord bless you regular bounder shocking bad hat verbena not so bad as his boots and they are not so bad as his face why doesn't papa order him to go away oh he is actually inviting him in enter sir poshbury gloomy and constrained with spiker who is jaunty and somewhat over-familiar spiker sitting on the piano and dusting his boots with his handkerchief cosy little shanty you've got here puddock very tasty sir puddock with gulp i am ha, delighted that you approve of it ah verbena kisses her on forehead spiker your daughter eh pooty gal introduce me sir poshbury introduces him with an effort verbena coldly how do you do papa did you know that the sash line of this window was broken if it is not mended it will fall on somebody's head and perhaps kill him sir poshbury absently yes yes it shall be attended to but leave us my child go bless you this er gentleman and i have business of importance to discuss spiker don't let us drive you away miss your pa and me are only talking over old times that's all eh posh sir poshbury in a tortured aside have a care sir don't drive me too far to verbena leave us i say lord bless you and verbena go out raising their eyebrows now sir what is this secret you profess to have discovered spiker oh a mere nothing takes out a cigar got a light about you 
thanks perhaps you don't recollect twenty-seven years ago this very day travelling from edgware road to baker street by the underground railway sir poshbury perfectly it was my thirteenth birthday and i celebrated the event by a visit to madame tussaud's spiker exactly it was your thirteenth birthday and you travelled second class with a half ticket meaningly on your thirteenth birthday sir poshbury terribly agitated fiend that you are how came you to learn this spiker very simple i was at that time in the temporary position of ticket collector at baker street in the exuberance of boyhood you cheeked me i swore to be even with you some day sir poshbury even if if your accusation were well founded how are you going to prove it spiker oh that's easy i preserved the half-ticket on the chance that i should require it as evidence hereafter sir poshbury aside and so the one error of an otherwise blameless boyhood has found me out at last to spiker i fear you not my crime if crime indeed it is is surely condoned by twenty-seven long years of unimpeachable integrity spiker by-laws are by-laws old buck there's no statute of limitations in criminal offences that ever i heard of nothing can alter the fact that you being turned thirteen obtained a half-ticket by a false representation that you were under age a line from me even now denouncing you to the traffic superintendent and i'm very much afraid sir poshbury writhing spiker my my dear friend you won't do that you won't expose me think of my age my position my daughter spiker ah oh, now you've touched the right chord i was thinking of your daughter a nice lady-like gal i don't mind telling you she fetched me sir at the first glance give me her hand and i burn the compromising half-ticket before your eyes on our return from church after the wedding come that's a fair offer sir poshbury indignantly my child the ripening apple of my failing eye to be sacrificed to a blackmailing blackguard like you never while i live spiker just as you please and if you will kindly oblige me with writing materials i will just drop a line to the traffic superintendent sir poshbury hoarsely no no not that wait listen i-i will speak to my daughter i promise nothing but if her heart is still her own to give she may mind you i do not say she will be induced to link her lot to yours though i shall not attempt to influence her in any way in any way spiker well you know your own business best old cockalorum here comes the young lady so i'll leave you to manage this delicate affair alone ta-ta i shan't be far off swaggers insolently out as verbena enters sir poshbury my child i have just received an offer for your hand i know not if you will consent verbena i can guess who has made that offer and why i consent with all my heart dear papa sir poshbury can i trust my ears you consent noble girl he embraces her verbena i was quite sure dear bless you meant to speak and i do love him very much sir poshbury starting it is not lord bless you my child but mr samuel spiker the gentleman for he is at heart a gentleman whom i introduced to you just now verbena 
i have seen so little of him papa i cannot love him you must really excuse me sir poshbury ah oh, but you will my darling you will i know your unselfish nature you will to save your poor old dad from a terrible disgrace yes disgrace listen twenty-seven years ago he tells her all verbena at this very moment there is a subscription on foot in the county to present me with my photograph done by an itinerant photographer of the highest eminence and framed and glazed ready for hanging is that photograph never to know the nail which even now awaits it can you not surrender a passing girlish fancy to spare your fond old father's name mr spiker is peculiar perhaps in many ways not quite of our monde but he loves you sincerely my child and that is in itself a recommendation oh i see my prayers are vain be happy then as for me let the police come i am ready weeps verbena not so papa i will marry this mr spiker since it is your wish sir poshbury dries his eyes sir poshbury here spiker my dear fellow it is all right come in she accepts you enter spiker spiker thought she would sensible little gal well miss you shan't regret it bless you we'll be as chummy together as a couple of little dicky birds verbena mr spiker let us understand one another i will do my best to be a good wife to you but chumminess is not mine to give nor can i promise ever to be your dicky bird enter lord bless you lord bless you sir poshbury may i have five minutes with you verbena you need not go looking at spiker perhaps this person will kindly relieve us of his presence spiker sorry to disoblige old fellow but i'm on duty where miss verbena is now you see as she's just promised to be my wife lord bless you your wife verbena faintly yes lord bless you his wife sir poshbury yes my poor boy his wife verbena totters and falls heavily in a dead faint right centre upsetting a flower-stand lord bless you staggers and swoons on sofa centre overturning a table of knick-knacks sir poshbury sinks into a chair left centre and covers his face with his hands spiker looking down on them triumphantly under the harrow by gad under the harrow curtain and end of act one act two scene same as in act one that is the morning-room at natterjack hall evening of same day enter blethers blethers another sir poshbury's birthday's almost gone and my secret still untold daughters i can't keep it up much longer ha here comes his lordship he does look mortal bad that he do miss verbena ain't treated him too well from all i can hear poor young feller enter lord bless you lord bless you blethers by the memory of the innumerable half-crowns that have passed between us be my friend now i have no others left persuade your young mistress to come hither you need not tell her i am here you understand be discreet and this florin shall be yours blethers leave it to me my lord i'd tell a lie for less than that any day old as i am exit lord bless you i cannot rest until i have heard from her own lips that the past few hours have been nothing but a horrible dream she is coming now for the truth 
enter verbena verbena papa did you want me recognizes lord bless you controls herself to a cold formality my lord to what do i owe this this unexpected intrusion pants violently lord bless you verbena tell me you cannot really prefer that seedy snob in the burst boots to me verbena aside how can i tell him the truth without betraying dear papa no i must lie though it kills me to lord bless you lord bless you i have been trifling with you i-i never loved you lord bless you i see and all the while your heart was given to a howling cad verbena and if it was who can account for the vagaries of a girlish fancy we women are capricious beings you know with hysterical gaiety but you are unjust to mr spiker he has not yet howled in my presence aside though i very nearly did in his lord bless you and you really love him verbena i-i love him aside my heart will break lord bless you then i have no more to say farewell verbena be as happy as the knowledge that you have wrecked one of the brightest careers and soured one of the sweetest natures in the county will permit goes up stage and returns a few days since you presented me with a cloth pen wiper in the shape of a dog of unknown breed if you will kindly wait here for half an hour i shall have much pleasure in returning a memento which i have no longer the right to retain and there are several little things i give you which i can take back with me at the same time if you will have them put up in readiness exit verbena oh he is cruel cruel but i shall keep the little boneyard measure and the diamond pig they are all i have to remind me of him enter spiker slightly intoxicated spiker throwing himself on sofa without seeing verbena i don't know how it is but i feel precious sleepy somehow perhaps i did partake little too freely of sir poshbury's generous burgundy wonder why they call it generous it didn't give me anything except a bloomin headache however i punished it and old poshbury had to look on and let me <laughs> examining his hand who'd think to look at this thumb that there was a real live baronet squirming under it but there is snores verbena bitterly and that thing is my affianced husband ah uh, no i cannot go through with it he is too repulsive if i could but find a way to free myself without compromising poor papa the sofa cushion dare i it would be quite painless surely the removal of such an odious wretch cannot be murder i will slow music she gets a cushion and presses it tightly over spiker's head oh i wish he wouldn't gurgle like that now he does kick he cannot even die like a gentleman spiker's kicks become more and more feeble and eventually cease how still he lies i almost wish mr spiker mr spiker no answer oh i really have suffocated him enter sir poshbury you papa sir poshbury what verbena sitting with uh, him samuel in the gloaming sings with forced hilarity in the gloaming oh my darling that's as it should be quite as it should be verbena 
in dull strained accents don't sing papa i cannot bear it just yet i have just suffocated mr spiker with a sofa cushion see shows the body sir poshbury then i am safe he will tell no tales now but my child are you aware of the very serious nature of your act an act of which as a justice of the peace i am bound to take some official cognizance verbena do not scold me papa was it not done for your sake sir poshbury i cannot accept such an excuse as that i fear your motives were less disinterested than you would have me believe and now verbena what will you do as your father i would gladly screen you but as a magistrate i cannot promise to be more than passive verbena listen papa i have thought of a plan why should i not wheel this sofa to the head of the front door steps and tip it over they will only think he fell down when intoxicated for he had taken far too much wine papa sir poshbury always the same quick-witted little fairy go my child but be careful that none of the servants see you verbena wheels the sofa and spiker's body out left upstage exit my poor impulsive darling i do hope she will not be seen servants do make some mischief but there's an end of spiker at any rate i should not have liked him for a son-in-law and with him goes the only person who knows my unhappy secret enter blethers blethers sir poshbury i have a secret to reveal which i can preserve no longer it concerns something that happened many years ago it is connected with your birthday sir poshbury sir poshbury quailing what another i must stop his tongue at all hazards ah the rotten sash line to blethers i will hear you but first close yonder window the night air is growing chill blethers goes to window at back slow music as he approaches it lord lushew enters right second entrance and with a smothered cry of horror drags him back by the coat-tails just before the window falls with a tremendous crash sir poshew bless you what have you done lord bless you sternly saved him from an untimely end and you from crime collapse of sir poshbury enter verbena terrified verbena papa papa hide me the night air and the cold stone steps have restored mr spiker to life and consciousness he is coming to denounce me you both of us he is awfully annoyed sir poshbury recklessly it is useless to appeal to me child i have enough to do to look after myself now enter spiker indignant spiker pretty treatment for a gentleman this look here poshbury this young lady has choked me with a cushion and then pitched me down the front steps i might have broken my neck sir poshbury it was an oversight which i lament but for which i must decline to be answerable you must settle your differences with her spiker and you too old horse you had a hand in this i know and i'll pay you out for it now my life ain't safe if i marry a girl like that so i've made up my mind to split and be done with it sir poshbury contemptuously if you don't blethers will so do your worst you hound spiker very well then i will to the rest i denounce this man for travelling with a half-ticket from edgware road to baker street on his thirteenth birthday the thirty-first of march twenty-seven years ago this very day sensation blethers 
hear me it was not his thirteenth birthday sir poshbury's birthday falls on the first of april to-morrow i was sent to register the birth and by a blunder which i have repented bitterly ever since unfortunately gave the wrong date till this moment i have never had the manliness or sincerity to confess my error for fear of losing my situation sir poshbury to spiker do you hear you paltry knave i was not thirteen consequently i was under age and the by-laws are still unbroken your hold over me is gone gone for ever spiker hm spiker spike this time retires up disconcerted lord bless you and you did not really love him after all verbena verbena with arch pride have i not proved my indifference lord bless you but i forget you admitted that you were but trifling with my affection take back your pincushion verbena keep it all that i did was done to spare my father sir poshbury who as a matter of fact was innocent but i forgive you child for your unworthy suspicions bless you my boy you have saved me from unnecessarily depriving myself of the services of an old retainer blethers i condone a dissimulation for which you have done much to atone spiker you vile and miserable rascal be off and be thankful that i have sufficient magnanimity to refrain from giving you in charge spiker sneaks off crushed and now my children and my faithful old servant congratulate me that i am no longer verbena and lord bless you together under the harrow affecting family tableau and quick curtain End of section 22. Read by Don W. Jenkins, Rancho San Diego, California, shaggybark.blogspot.com.